Good morning, everyone, or afternoon for some. Today is going to be a day where I speak the I am's over those that are listening. These are found in scriptures, and I'm going to start with one that talks about I am not the great I am, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Found in 1 Corinthians 15 10. I am justified, completely forgiven, and made righteous. Romans 5 verse 1. I am dead with Christ and dead to the power of sin's rule over my life. Romans 6 verse 1 through 6. I am dead. I no longer live for myself, but for God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14 through 15. I am bought with a price. I am not my own. I belong to God. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 through 20. As far as speaking of being dead, quote unquote, to explain that dead really means like if you think about baptism, you kind of are dead to the old self and flesh and you rise again with Christ. And so it's no longer you, the flesh that lives, which is mean I, Ebony Cherie, is dead as far as not physically dead in death, but dead to her, her thoughts, her opinions, her way, her pride of life, her initial response to things when it's not godly her whatever it is that doesn't match with God's word I'm dead to that and now I'm living like Christ tells me to live and shows me the way in the word amen so everyone has a blessed day we'll be doing more um in the future to come so I pray that everyone is living the I am's this day and we'll go forward and do more so continue to listen in have a blessed day bye-bye I am a child of God, according to John 1 verse 12, and also Romans 8 verse 16. I am Christ's friend, according to John 15 verse 15. I am chosen and appointed by Christ to bear his fruit, John 15 verse 16. I am enslaved to God, Romans 6 verse 22. I am a slave of righteousness, Romans 6 verse 16. Affirmations. I declare God, the battle is already won and God has already removed the enemy. I declare that our God will take care of the enemy that has tried to come against what God has ordained for our lives. I declare that our God is preserving us for what he has already ordained for us. I declare that we have already won the victory. I believe God has sent his word and it will not return void. I declare that God has finally anointed us to do his will. I declare that God has given us divine healing and divine life. I expect the victory that Jesus has won already for us on that cross and rose for the resurrection. God's favor and blessings are on us today. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. This can be found in the prayer book. It's a red book that you can go online and look for it. Um, It's a Christian ministry book. If, If you just google the little prayer book or the red prayer book it'll pop up. And you can order one for free. It's free for everyone. You can only order two though. So you just send in a card with the address on it and you can send it to the place um, and they will send you a prayer book. And you can also order one for a friend. It's a great book to pray when you don't know what to pray. Um, I've been reading the I am's from that book. So it's very important. I think that we remember who we are in Christ. And these are just affirmations and it's found in page um, 155 of the red prayer book. Okay, everyone have a blessed week. God bless. I am a temple of God. His spirit dwells in me. 
1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, 6, verse 19. I am joined to the Lord and I am one with him. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. I am a member of Christ's body. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27. And Ephesians 5, verse 30. I am reconciled to God and I am a minister of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18 through 19. I am one in Christ. Galatians 3, verse 26 and 28. I am an heir of God since I am a son slash daughter of God. Galatians 4, verse 6 through 7. I am righteous and holy. Ephesians 4, verse 24. I am a citizen of heaven and seated in heaven right now. Philippians 3, verse 20. And Ephesians 2, verse 6. I am an expression of the life of Christ because he is my life. Colossians 3, verse 4. I am chosen and dearly loved by Christ. Ephesians 1, verse 4. And 1 Peter 2, verse 9. Be blessed. I am a son slash or daughter of God. Romans 8 verse 14 through 15. Galatians 3 verse 26 and 4 verse 6. I am chosen and dearly loved by Christ. Ephesians 1 verse 4. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. I am a son slash or daughter of light and not of darkness. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 5. I am a holy sister or brother, partaker of a heavenly calling. Hebrews 3 verse 1. I am one of God's living stones and I am being brought up as a spiritual house. 1 Peter 2 verse 5. I am a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession to proclaim the ex- excellence of him. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 through 10. I am an alien and stranger to this world that I temporarily live in. 1 Peter 2 verse 11. I am the enemy of the devil. 1 Peter 5 verse 8. And I am now a child of God. I will resemble Christ when he returns. 1 John 3 verse 1 through 2. Be blessed. I am bought with a price. I am not my own. I belong to God. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 through 20. I am established, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 21. I am given the Holy Spirit as pledge guarantee my inheritance to come. Ephesians 1 verse 13 to 14. I am crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who lives but Christ. Galatians 2 verse 20. I am chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. Ephesians 1 verse 4. I am predestined, determined by God to be a son slash daughter of God. Ephesians 1 verse 5. I am sanctified and I am one with the sanctifier, Christ. He is not ashamed to call me brother slash or sister. Hebrews 2 verse 11. Be blessed. I have received the Spirit of God into my life that I might know the things given to me by God. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12 I have been redeemed, forgiven, and I am a recipient of His lavish grace. Ephesians 1 verse 7 I have been raised up and seated with Christ in the heavenlies. Ephesians 2 verse 6 I have Christ Himself in me. Colossians 1 verse 27. I have been firmly rooted in Christ, and I am now built up in Him. Colossians 2 verse 7. I have been buried, raised, and made alive with Christ. Colossians 2 verse 12 through 13. I have been raised up with Christ. 
My life is now hidden with Christ in God, for Christ is now my life. Colossians 3, 1 through 4. I have been given a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline or self-control. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. I have been saved and called, set apart according to God's doing. 2 Timothy 1 verse 9. Be blessed. You're a stranger. So I was getting this uh, epiphany or revelation, we call them revelations, today. And I just wanted to speak out to those of you that are, are, are believers in Christ Jesus and have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, but those of you that are on the fence about it, know that God is working in your heart and that somebody's going to plant that seed. Somebody's going to water it and that God's going to bring the increase if you are considering crossing over. It's beautiful to come on, on to the other side. But no... Um, I was thinking about how we are strangers to this world and um we there's so many different scriptures that talks about us being a new creation being in in Christ and really trying to make sure that we're not conformed to the world that we were born in but we're just being transformed by the renewing of our mind so it was almost like we came in a spirit right and a spirit came in a body and that's how we're marked up we have a soul a spirit body you know like they explain it and Romans talks about us um being that way but what I was thinking about was how we come into this world, but we're not of the world. So we're aliens and we're strangers to the world. But it's like somebody that comes, I put it to the, like this. It was somebody that is born in a little old town, right? A small town. It could be in the South or wherever, a really small town. And then they come to the city, right? And they come to the city and they're just like immersed in the culture. And, but the culture just like swallows them up because they're just not equipped to be in a place like that they don't really know who they are they don't really you know they've lost themselves inside of this big old city that's kind of how we are when we come to the world as as believers and christians as god's children we have to accept jesus as a part of our faith and move forward in our lives and he begins to scrub the toxins off of us because we're born into this world so we're already born into sin because of the fall and so god continues to work in our lives and he reminds us and brings us back to our identity in him so for whatever reason when adam and eve sinned they lost their complete identity in christ like they just they didn't even know they were hiding from God and all of this different stuff. They, they were complete and they were whole when God created them. He said it was good. That was it. There was no more. But after sin, it changed everything. So we have to come back to that and through the blood of Jesus and God bringing Christ to the earth helped to save us and bring us back to the love relationship that we once had with him. Like Adam and Eve had in the garden, right? Because they were all absolute. They didn't need anything else. They had everything they needed, what they wanted, all of that. So I was just reminded of that and I had this lady speak into my life once and she was just like, you're like this elegant wine glass and God is, and through Jesus, he's, he's looking at you that Jesus is looking at me and he's like, okay, let me rub this spot off. You know, you think of an elegant goblet, those of you that drink wine, I don't, but um, a really nice wine glass is created by the, the, the maker, right? They make these really nice wine glasses. You know, a cheap one from the Dollar Tree and you know, one from William Sonoma, right? <laughs> There's a difference, right? Ain't none of us cheap from the Dollar Tree, though. I love the Dollar Tree. We sometimes we buy them for friends and stuff like that, for little events and stuff like that. But the whole point of it is that God created me to be this elegant wine glass and he's scrubbing off those spots. Even every perfect gift is given to, by, to us, you know, but God created us as a perfect gift. We were perfect in his sight, even though we we're born in sin. You might not think of yourself as perfect, but we are 
to be perfected because we have to be constantly worked on. It's just like the potter and the clay, right? There's always something that the potter needs to continue to make better about that clay pot. Like, so for instance, he gets it all clayed, put together, and it looks really good, but then he wants to add color to it. You're like, oh, let me paint it. Let me put it in the kiln thing so it can gloss and make it look really pretty and so that I can put it on the shelf. He's always doing something different with it. Then he's adding he's adding um soil to it. So they can let me put something in here so I can actually make a flower grow out of it. You know, there's always something new coming out of that one thing that God created out of us like when we came to the earth okay so Ebony came to the earth oh she's my beautiful little child you know her mom and her dad and people raised her you know they imparted into her life Ooh, so she got caught up in that mm, she starts sinning well, let me let me let me put somebody in her past so it can help hold her accountable and you know all those different things oh oh now she's growing you know she's reading her words she's praising me she's lifting her hands in worship oh I love her I love her oh let me pour down more blessings for her let me pour down more miracles let me pour down more um more peace, more peace, more more joy. She's asking for hope. You know, let me give her that. You know, oh, love. She wants love from me. You know, all of those things he's adding to that pot, right? It's like that wine glass. He's scrubbing off those spots. And then he'll pour that elegant wine into that glass. So, you know, the scriptures that talk about you can't put new wine in old wine skins, right? So that would be a perfect representation. And, you know, as the, as the lady was having the vision, I'm just reminded of that scripture. It's like, well, yeah, God can't put no new wine in this old wine skin. So clean that goblet off, you know? So it's just like, we are not of this world and 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 you can't I can't even really stress it enough because I have to be reminded of that too it's almost like we are those small town people coming into a big city and it's just seemed like so much is around us like you know we might uh connect in some ways with people and stuff but we're strangers to this world and the bible talks about that we're not of it we we come into it we're born in it we can't act like oh well I'm not, I'm not of this world I don't need you know not associate with people because at the end of the day we do have tasks to go and grab other people to remind them of who they are in Christ and who they are because we have to remember that we're strangers and we're not we're not like anybody else here and the enemy wants to lie to us and make us think that we are of this world because he has a plan for you even though God has a plan a better plan for you you know you might have got caught up in different things and believed his lies like I did and used to but God has to constantly pull you out ever um, been to one of those little places where they're bungee jumping thing but you know and it was like or have you ever been bungee jumping or had something with a harness on it it's almost like there's a re a reverb right like there's like a bounce when you drop down or when you're jumping up there's something that pulls you right up or even a crane like something has to oh girl you went down too deep let me pull you back up it's like a harness almost like that's how God does with us when we're drowning just like with Peter that's a good one too Peter came out on the boat faith water but when as soon as we start drowning God is like okay I might let her drown for a little bit let me pick her back up you know it's almost like that too it's like I just can't keep stressing it enough. We're not of this world. And God was reminding me of that. And I started talking out loud. And I was like, let me record this on the podcast so somebody might hear it. It's like, you are that elegant glass. You are that potter's clay. You are what God says you are. And reminding yourself of those things. That's why exactly why I feel like God put me in a place to put those I am's on here too. And you can go listen on another segment. They're called I am's. And they're reminding you of the declarations of who God created you to be in him. So it's just a reminder to not see yourself as the world sees yourself. I know we have so much going on, especially like with Instagram. It's so many different things going on in the world that will try to set you up for failure. And to remind you of like who you're not you know what I mean and it's just so much glitz and glam and so much stuff that will make you think oh well maybe this is me well maybe mm, you know I want to kind of get into that well uh. but like no God created us to be separate he created us to be set apart you are an art form like um I put on my Instagram page for those of you that follow on my hair page is Cherie Van Charles 
that my soul is an art form. So when God created me, he created me in my, my mother's womb, right? He created me in his innermost being. So my I'm an art form to God. He created this whole entire world. When you look at the sky, it's art. It's blue. Like the fact that he even chose that to be the color at day. And then when you start to see the sunset and it's like purple and oh, yesterday it was the sun was setting. It was just so beautiful. It was purples and and and, and, and and oranges and a little bit of yellow in there, but it was just perfect. I was like, man, that's so beautiful. Like God is so artistic. He's dramatic. You look at the trees and how they change different colors. He's just, man, God is dope. Like he really is. And I have to remind myself of that, how he even created us. I know moms, I've heard a lot of moms talk about you know, my mentor, she has twins. And when her babies were in her stomach, she was just like, it really is a miracle. I don't see how people don't even believe in God because the way that their little toes form, the way that their heart beats and just, it's amazing that the, the, the process that the babies go through to even be born. And it's just like, God is so artistic. Like he gave us each individual fingerprints and the Bible talks about how he knows the number of hairs on our head. I'm like, God, even when my, my hair be shedding and it's telogen and uh, antigen and (laughs) catagen phases and stuff like God is like, yeah, I still know the, the number of hairs, even when it sheds, like the fact of the matter that our hair, I mean, I got another thing on that, you know, another little revelation, the fact of the matter that our hair even sheds, that's even a process. He's like, okay, I got to shed off all this other hair. And then their new hair that grows in. God is amazing, y'all. Like, I just had to sit back and think about that. And I know it might be dramatic today. This is a dramatic post, but just how we are not of this world and how he even created us different. Satan doesn't like you. He's mad at you because you're not made. He wasn't made in the image of God. So that's why he terrorizes us because he knows he's going to hell. Like he knows his damnation is doomed at the end of the world. And we are God's children. We were not created like him. We were in his God's image and Satan already thought he was God. God. So that pisses him off even more that, wait a minute, you ain't, you ain't like me. You like God, I'm going to terrorize you. I'm going to come after your family. I'm going to put this curse on you. You, He's a hater. You want to talk about people hating? It's not them hating. It's the spirit behind them. So you need to pray for them that God reminds them of who they are in Christ. So they ain't got to hate. They don't got to hate on you because it's the enemy working behind closed doors in their life. They don't even realize they're being jealous and hating. That's the enemy. When a spirit of jealousy rubs off on somebody, I've had it. Not no more. Get off me. Say, I rebuke that spirit of jealousy. I am not jealous. I'm a a woman of God. I'm a woman of stature. I'm a woman that praises other women because I know who I am in Christ. We are here to uplift one another. So when somebody is jealous of you or hating on you, just know they they don't know what kind of fine glass they are. We all are. Because God, when he created us, we were made in his image. And he said it was good. Even the hated, the most jealous woman that you might know of. Think about her. Think of her name or a woman or a man. If you're a guy and you're listening, hey, boy, hey. Think of the most jealous guy that you might know of. He doesn't know that he's that fine, you know, iron that God created that builds the best, you know, cranes or builds the best homes or whatever that fine iron that God needs to sharpen so that he can be the best that he can be. You know, some people just don't know who they are. That's why it's so, so important that we find and identify ourselves in Christ. Because once we know that, we can speak those scriptures over ourselves and we know and we begin to trust in the God of our youth who created us to create us to be even better than what we were before today. So I just wanted to encourage y'all. I don't know. I just I just was reminded how we are not of this world and that the world is of the world. And we just, not that we're better than the world, but we're better than what this world tries to offer us. You know what I mean? Because we have everything we need in Christ and we should be secure and content in that. All right, so I'm gonna pray this out and then I'm gonna go. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time in the season in March 
where everybody's might be trying to do different things and trying to figure out who they are and even for the young people that might be listening and just are trying to find something about themselves that they like I pray God that everything about it would just come together full circle that you are holy and and righteous and loving and and royal people that you are God's chosen and you're God's people and we are God's children and we need to know who our father is we okay to think of ourselves as royal not better than but I'm royal I'm confident in who my father made me to be because my father is a king he is the alpha and omega he is the king and so to see myself as a princess or a queen is just a lovely thing because that's how you see me as royal father I thank you, God, that we would begin to dress the way we feel about ourselves. We'll begin to talk the way we feel about ourselves and about each other. That we won't curse, but we will bless one another and we will bless ourselves. Sometimes, like we say, God, sometimes we're our worst critic. But you don't want us to critique ourselves in a negative way. Yeah, look at the inward appearance and if there's something wrong, check that. And and judge yourself to make sure that your heart is right and that you're walking in the fullness of what God called you to do and being the best person that you could be for God. But not judging ourselves in a negative way because of our mistakes or because of our shame or because of our situation currently. We know that God, you work everything out for the good. Even if it's a bad situation, we know that you're going to turn it around because greater is you that is in us than he who is in this world because we are not of the world. And I thank you, dear Jesus, for this day and everyone listening to the podcast. May they be blessed and may you continue to bless our lives for now and forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Everyone be blessed. I have a right to come boldly before the throne to find mercy and grace in time of need. Hebrews 4 verse 16. I have been given exceedingly great and precious promises by God, which I am a partaker of his divine nature. 2 Peter 1 verse 4. I have the mind of Christ. Philippians 2 verse 5. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16. I have obtained an inheritance. Ephesians 1 11. I have overcome the world. 1 John 5 verse 4. I have everlasting life and will not be condemned. John 5 verse 2. I have the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Philippians 4, verse 7. Be blessed. I have received power. Power over the Holy Spirit. Power to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Power to cast out demons, power over all the power of the enemy. Mark 16. I may approach God with boldness, freedom, and confidence. Ephesians 3 verse 12. I live by the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 verse 2. I walk in Christ Jesus. Colossians 2 verse 6. I can do all things through Christ. Philippians 4 verse 13. My life is hid with God in Christ, with Christ in God, excuse me. Colossians 3, verse 3. I shall do even greater works than Christ Jesus. John 14, verse 12. I shall overcome because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. 1 John 4, verse 4. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. Philippians 3, verse 14. I always triumph in Christ. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14. Be blessed. 
I am set free. John 8, verse 31 through 33. I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Ephesians 6, verse 10. I am dead to sin. Romans 6, verse 1, 11, and 1 Peter 2, verse 24. I am more than a conqueror. Romans 8, verse 37. I am joint heir with Christ. Romans 8, verse 13. Be blessed. I am sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Ephesians 1 verse 13. I am in Christ by his doing. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30. I am accepted into the beloved. Ephesians 1 verse 6. I am complete in him. Colossians 2 verse 10. I am crucified with Christ. Galatians 2 verse 20. I am alive with Christ. Galatians 2 verse 20. I am free from condemnation. John 5 verse 24. I am reconciled to God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18. I am qualified to share his inheritance. Colossians 1 verse 12. I am firmly rooted, built up, established in my faith, and overflowing with thanksgiving. Colossians 2 verse 7. Be blessed. I am born of God and the evil one does not touch me. 1 John 5 verse 18. I am his faithful follower. Revelation 17 verse 14 and Ephesians 5 verse 1. I am a fellow citizen with the saints of the household of God. Ephesians 2 verse 19. I am built upon the foundation of the prophets and apostles, or apostles and prophets, excuse me. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Ephesians 2 verse 20. I am overtaken with blessings. Deuteronomy 28 verse 2 and Ephesians 1 verse 3. I'm going to say that one again. I am overtaken with blessings. Deuteronomy 28 verse 2 and Ephesians 1 verse 3. I am his disciple because I have love for others. I am the light of the world. Matthew 5 verse 14. I'm sorry. I am his disciple because I have love for others. Is found in John 13 verse 34 through 35. I am the salt of the earth, Matthew 5, verse 13. I am the righteousness of God, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21, and 1 Peter 2, verse 24. Be blessed. I am a partaker of his divine nature, 2 Peter 1, verse 4. I am called of God, 2 Timothy 1, verse 9. I am an ambassador for Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 20. I am God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Ephesians 2 verse 10. I am the apple of my father's eye. Deuteronomy 32 verse 10. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. 1 Peter 2 verse 25 and Isaiah 53 verse 6. I am being changed into his image. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. I also wanted to add that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Romans 1 verse 16. Everyone be blessed.